I'm accustomed to him always yeah. being okay. Yep. And I took that for granted for a, a large portion of our relationship because. Come on, man. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It just sometimes strikes a chord with me because for so much of our relationship, he always had it. You know, he's like, hey, everything is fine. Everything is good. Don't mm. worry about it. Because he was accustomed to having to put up that front and that facade to be the strong man. Correct. And for so many Black men, that is their story. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. This week's theme is good love. I'm not going to front. My conversation this week is with a couple who really made an impact on me. And I'm excited for you to hear our entire discussion about relationships and commitment. So we're going to get right into it. Kadeem and Deval are podcast hosts, New York Times bestselling authors of the hit marriage and relationship book called We Over Me. And they're the first to tell you, by no means are they the perfect couple. But after 20 years of marriage, they know that to find and keep that good, good love in your life, you need friendship, grace, and service. And make sure you check out the full unedited version of my interview with the Ellis's on our YouTube page for the Renaissance Man podcast. I'll be sure we link it in these show notes because I want you to share it with a friend, a co-worker, a sibling, a family member, and your mate. Up next, Kadeem and Deval Ellis. Let's go. You may know my next guest as TV and film artist, one half of this duo, used to be a part of my Detroit Lions. Right, <laughs> 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 I forget that part, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. But they're also the ultimate power couple. And check this out as we represent Black Love. They've been together for 20 years. Yes, sir. Have four kids. Yes, and sir. this pair doesn't hold back when they're sharing their intimate details of what it takes to make a relationship last. And yes, their wildly popular podcast, Dead Ass, yeah. with Kadeem yeah. and Deval Ellis. <laughs> it is my honor to welcome, by the way, these New York Times best-selling authors. Talk about it. After publishing their relationship book, Y'all hear this? Check this title, everybody. We over me. Let me rewind the tape. <laughs> we 
over me. The counterintuitive approach to getting everything you want from your relationship. It is my honor to welcome the incredible Deval and Kadeem Ellis to the Renaissance Man podcast. What up, though? What? Yeah, what up? No, we actually in Detroit right now. What an intro, first. Right. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was great. That was we great. We just take you everywhere we go. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. It's my honor. It is my pleasure, and I mentioned it in you guys' very well-deserved intro about black love. Every marriage has an origin story. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how you both met mm-hmm. and what your lives were like. At that time, wow, Ooh, we were um, babies. We were the, babies. The first thing I'll say is number one, black love is revolutionary. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say our love is not only revolutionary, but it's also divine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I would not go without saying that God put us together for for, sure. for a purpose, a greater mm-hmm. purpose than anything that we could ever see. It is mm-hmm. bigger than that. But when we first met, well, we've known each other since we were elementary school kids. Yeah. We went to the same elementary school and we officially met when we were 18. I'll let my wife take away that story because it was actually all her. <laughs> she shot the shot. She the one that Great buckets over here, okay? No doubt. It, look, so our paths crossed so many points in our life from elementary school up through high school. So finally, um, Deval had graduated high school and got mm-hmm. a scholarship from the same elementary school that we had gone to. Yeah. They had like a charity foundation. So he got a scholarship and I was actually the host, what we're co-hosting the event. So I saw on the list of honorees Deval's name. Now, mind you, prior to this, I had just seen him in passing at high school football games because we went to rival high schools. He used to work at haagen in the mall. And I never had the guts to go up to him and say anything, right? So I said- I had a shook, Jay. I had a shook. You know, <laughs> I was quivering a little bit, you know? So I yeah. feel like it had to be the right moment for me to approach him. And I was like playing in my mind how this was going to happen, right? So at that time, I had won a pageant. So I said to my mom, I'm like, I got to get a new gown. I have to wear my crown and banner for this event. And she's like, you're not about to buy no new dress. You got one in the closet. Go get your dress. <laughs> put your crown and banner. We're going to go. So knowing that he would be there, I got to the banquet. And I saw him and his brother in the distance. And it was like it was like a movie. You know, when you walk through the door and in the distance, you know, the music starts playing. And then the light got brighter in the room around him. And I was like, oh, my God, like he's actually here. (laughs) So I woke up to him. I introduced myself to him and his brother. We get to chit chatting pretty much throughout that night. Now, can you believe, Jalen, that at the end of the night, we're at ballet. Yes, you go. And this guy is literally <laughs> about to let me walk away and get in my parents' car <sighs> without asking for my phone number. Jaylen. Oh no, back in the day. Oh like, yeah. Like what? Jalen, you 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 from the D. You, yeah. you understand what it takes to, yes. to get a woman's attention. Okay. Correct. My my uncle Kevin and my father always told me you can't be too in their face. Mm-hmm. You gotta let them think you don't want them. So I already had a plan. I was gonna walk away, right? Do the slow turn. Again, a dramatic movie. And then I was going to let her walk away and then turn back. (laughs) And I didn't even get a chance to do that because when I turned to walk away, she goes, since you didn't want to ask me for my number, grab my book and says, I'm going to put my number in your book. Exactly. I grabbed his arm, grabbed his program, broke it out of his hand, and I was like, that's dope. Write my number down and go ahead and use that. Right? That's dope. That's dope. And and I have to take you guys back a little further. Y'all hear that, youngsters? 
wrote the number down <laughs> in the book. So let's talk about technology then. Deval, yeah. you just mentioned it. We used to have yeah. to remember the number, write yeah. the number in the book. Talk about technology then and how you guys were staying connected at that point of your relationship. It's a, it's insane when I think about it, right? I mean, real 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 talk. This is how this is how far back we go. Once yeah. I had your number, I used to have to call. She didn't give me her cell phone number. She gave me her mom's house number. Was yes! I had yes! to call her mom's house. So I used to go in my parents' basement. They had a rotary phone. Yes! So I had to go... Vintage. I had to do all of this to call her. So then finally I call her and I'm like, hello, good evening. This is Deval Ellis. I'm calling her for Kadeen Joseph. Before I could get it out, her sister, seven-year-old, goes, she ain't here. Hangs up the phone on my face. The whole summer, Jay. The whole summer, she hung up the phone on me for six weeks straight. And the only other time that he can try to get through to me is if the landline, like if it was plugged into the modem for the yes. computer. To yes. Get on yes. Uh, and it's like, God forbid, I forgot to plug it back in and he wasn't going to get nobody know how. Yes. Then I, he ended up, I ended up losing his phone number. So he was trying to get in touch with me. I lost his yeah. phone number. Like, how am I going to get this man's Check phone this number? Out. Turns out he lived seven blocks away from me for most of our lives. So I remember him telling me the block. So I was like, hmm, She's let me crazy. drive past and, ha and see if I see like his mom outside, his dad, his car. No luck. I go to the white pages, bro. Throwback. The pages. White, white pages. pages. Yes. And I look up his dad's first and last name. And I'm like, oh, that's the only Troy Ellis there. I'm like, this got to be the house. So I had to call the house phone to get his cell phone number. Yes. <laughs> And, and by the way, this builds character at the beginning of a relationship. Absolutely. Because nowadays, you DM, pull up, send me a pic, send yep. news. You really yep. don't even have a conversation. Yes. So Facts. talk about the courting process of having to call, get through the sister. Talk about the courting process, having to go through the white pages <laughs> in order Wait. to find the person that you really wanted to date. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because people don't understand how that builds a foundation. Mm -hmm. Kadeem went through all of that. I went through the six to eight weeks of waiting for her. Finally, she gets my cell phone number and she calls me. She's just like, hey, hey, handsome. She's like, do you know who this is? I'm like, it sounds like Kadeem. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be at Hofstra tomorrow. I'm going to come through. Once again, you talk about the courting process. There was no DMs. There was mm -hmm. no, I'm about to like these pictures. I had to pick her up at Hofstra yes. USA bring her back to my dorm room, get something to eat. No we doubt. sat down for five hours and yes. just talked, Jay. Just talk, but talk. And this is, where, this is where we fell in love. And I didn't realize it until I was older. Mm -hmm. I, she, she says to me, she's eating a hero, mayonnaise falling down. <laughs> yes, yes. No Mr. Chow's. No. A hero. No filters. No, no, filters. no Mr. Chow. No, no problem. None of that. No. I was a broke college kid. And I have no no blue check on my Twitter or no blue check <laughs> on my Instagram. I was nobody. And we sit down on my bed and she goes, um, so what do you want to do with your life? And at mm -hmm. the time, Martin was on TV. Mm -hmm. And I said to her that mm -hmm. I want to do that. And she mm -hmm. looked at TV and she said, Martin, I said, I want to be an actor. I want to have my own TV show. Mm -hmm. These next sentence, this next sentence is what locked me in. She said, well, how are we going to get there? Love it. We. How we go? She, she included herself right in my or die. and it was just like she's not laughing. She's not saying, "Oh, it's not possible." She included herself in my dream.
Mm-hmm. And from there, she's been my baby. Yeah, ever most since. people would probably think that that was crazy for me. Like on the first, you know, most real people, date. my parents, no my doubt, parents. laugh at you, all of that. <laughs> you told your parents I said that. No, no, no. my oh. parents thought I was crazy when I said I wanted to do TV. Oh, oh you the only you. person that believed in me. Got you. That so, is true. Dope. That is true. That's dope. So also, music played a part in relationships. Then, um, <laughs> they set the mood. I know y'all made playlists tapes, CDs, in the car. Talk to me about some of the tunes y'all was listening to when you first started dating. Again, so, do you remember the moment? Moments. Yeah, so which Talk one? Talk about the moment. When I, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going speed to speed through, speed through this moment. I was dating another young lady at the time. Mm-hmm. Me and Kay are kissing in my room, making out. I feel this wetness coming down my face. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's the matter? She's crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's, what's the matter? She said, I can't be nobody's number two. Like, I can't mm-hmm. do this. I just couldn't. She the was guilt a, was eating me up. I'm like, I don't know what your situation is, but right. you in transition here. I can't be a part of it. So. And I said, well, look, I'm not looking to be anybody's boyfriend. Not hers, not yours. So you do what you got to do. And she got up and she walked out of my room. Mm-hmm. Walked out of my room, went through the quad. I'm looking through the window. She's walking through the quad. She doesn't look back. And I'm like, dang, I got to go get her. I jump mm-hmm. in my car. She's driving in front of me down Hofstra, turn, by, by Hofstra USA. I cut her off, Jay. Whoa. In the midst, in the middle of the intersection, another movie moment. Another movie. <laughs> get out the car, and I'm just like, "Just stay, please. I promise you, I'll figure it out." What was the song that was playing during that time? Stingy by Genuine. Stingy Genuine. by Genuine. <laughs> Stingy by Genuine. Then there was another time when I was in the car with his brother, and his brother was like, "You really seem to like this girl because she lasted yeah. longer than two weeks that you normally used to." <laughs> and uh, we were kissing for like what felt like an eternity, but um, yeah, Aaliyah's, yeah, Aaliyah's song was playing. Uh, it's whatever was playing in the background. The first time we made love was to a uh, beauty. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. I mean. Mm-hmm. The- R&B. It was R&B during that time. It was 2002. That's when music was real. Yeah, it was all No doubt. No doubt. 